Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. Hi, James Wedmore here, and welcome to another edition of Coaching Over Coffee. As we grow our online businesses in 2021 and beyond, we have entered into an age of absolute information overload. So many struggling entrepreneurs are completely overwhelmed with the amount of options and ideas and strategies and platforms that they can use in order to grow your business, right? And so many of us, that can freeze us and keep us still. And that's where the power of great coaching comes in. Coaching is the difference that will make the difference for you. And that's why I created this segment. Every single Friday morning for me, which is about 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, I pour myself a delicious cup of joe, and I go live on Instagram, picking someone, perhaps you, at complete random to see how I can coach them that week in their business. I have been doing this for the past two to three years, almost every single Friday, to help create massive breakthroughs and transformation from our audience. So make sure that you are tuning in live, following me on Instagram as I pick someone at random because it might just be you the next week. And it's these coaching conversations that tend to be a catalyst, a shift that changes the direction of where someone is headed in their business. Perhaps they discover where they've been getting in their own way, or they overcome a fear, or they realize that there's an easier way of doing things. And they can say no to the overwhelm and create that clarity, that confidence, and that certainty to move forward in their business. And every single one of those coaching conversations, I now take, record them, and put them on the show for you to listen to. So even though this episode of Coaching Over Coffee does not include a conversation with you, you will notice as you listen that it is still of value to you because the plights, the tribulations, and the struggles that other entrepreneurs are going through will apply to you. If you haven't gone through it yet, I guarantee you will eventually. So listen closely as I guide this week's student through a powerful coaching conversation on how to grow their business. Thanks so much and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Hey, <laughs> uh, how you oh, doing? Oh my gosh, I get to be on with Mel. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's Mel. <laughs> hey, Mel. Hi, James. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. So, hey, guys, I'm a BBD member just recently this last year. So, I've been doing awesome. the pandemic BBD. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, I really know the question that I need help with, which is that I am guilty of building five or 10 bridges to Dream Business Island all at once. (laughs) That's a really huge acknowledgement and uh, level of awareness to see that. So will you do me a favor? Yes. Most people have no idea what you're talking about here, right guys? And Mm -hmm. I think... Um, what is it, your niche, real quick, just in, in a sentence? What uh, do you do? Life and leadership coaching. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So will you give the gift of just sharing a little bit of that distinction so people know what you're talking about? Because I think that'll be valuable for them. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I learned from Mel about 
five years ago, I think it was, to define my category and create a framework in order to set myself up as a thought leader. So I've spent about 20 years working in leadership. I ran student leadership programs and worked with student leaders in outdoor leadership and community service leadership. I ended up creating my own curriculum for that because the curriculum that was generally available for college student leadership was very expensive and frankly, very ethno-eurocentric, white male, <laughs> capitalist successes, money, money, money. So we're here in the Pacific Northwest where the values are slightly different. And so we went ahead and created our mm -hmm. own leadership curriculum. That was the foundation of the rest of my leadership coaching. So I work with individuals to define their own core values, who they are, what they believe in, what their purpose is mm -hmm. in life, and then align mm -hmm. their intentions, their story, and eventually their goals and their project. And, and you said out of that, you have five to 10 bridges. Yeah. Yeah. The framework mm -hmm. is the core of what I do. I have, I've followed Mel's advice and developed a framework and that's the core of what I do. That's amazing. <laughs> High five. So can you just share what do we mean and what do you mean by five to 10 bridges, because okay. there's people that don't have that distinction of, you were able to catch like, uh oh, this is a performance issue, five to 10 bridges. What does that mean? So before I found the online world, it was all one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I am a political campaign manager and I work with BIPOC and LGBTQ candidates. So that always feels urgent to me. Whenever I have someone referred to me as a one-on-one -on -one client, I always feel like I need to say yes. Mm -hmm. um, so it's hard to break away from one-on-one -on -one coaching because it feels so urgent to me. But I know that I can have a greater impact by scaling. I can help more people and I can help the causes that are important to me most effectively by scaling. So... I learned from James and others and realized that, hey, maybe a membership program for socially and environmentally aligned leaders would be a good mm -hmm. thing. So I, I did the tribe program and mm -hmm. I have a whole membership program mapped out and I have curriculum for about 18 months all written out in full mm -hmm. detail. <laughs> and then I worked with Courtney Elmer to develop a podcast, which I haven't launched. And I have did a small... Did you say, sorry, sorry, did you say you have not launched it? I have not launched it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have not launched the membership. Yeah. I have not finished my website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me jump in right there because that's, okay. that's really great. Now, I, I just, what I want to, beautiful. First thing, when you mentioned the bridges, this is just for everybody listening because I want them following along with this conversation. Here's what happens. So Carrie gets this. You are where you are. We can call that point A and people say, I want to be over here. That's point B. So as entrepreneurs, we use something, a vehicle, whether it's a launch, a membership, a digital product, coaching, whatever, to go from where we are to where we want to be. So we get going. We get inspired. We get excited. We're like, let's do this. We start building something like we're building a bridge from Reality Island, where we are, to Desire Island. And that's exactly what Terry started doing. And we start going along, we start building that bridge. And then all of a sudden, we follow somebody's launch, we get on someone's Instagram Live, and we go, oh, I got another idea. And we start to build another bridge. But we haven't finished the first bridge, so we haven't actually gotten to 
results island have we no so we build that bridge and then of course someone else comes along and says you should do this so we said you're right we should and we start building another bridge and when you need a podcast you need a website and start building these things does this sound familiar you wake up one day and you're like how did i wind up this way i have been working my little tail off and i've been busier than i've ever been and feeling really productive but there are no results just stand still yeah it's like things are moving Things are getting crossed off a to-do list, but the needle isn't moving. The sales aren't coming in. The business isn't growing. And before you know it, you realize you had, like Carrie, with so many else, I found myself here, five to 10 unfinished projects yes. that are, even if they're 99% done, you're still not there. You can't use a bridge. Uh, you can't drive on a bridge that's 99% done. And that's where so many of us find ourselves. And we can get into a whole world of how that just destroys our productivity and our performance. But it's so important that we recognize it because you cannot do anything about what you can't see. I think it's common. I I think it's common. I call the creator's carousel (laughs) because we, we get so caught up in our thought leadership and the things that we're trying to do that we're creating, creating, creating. But, but the real, the real impact isn't in the creation, the real impact is in the delivery, is in, is in the communication, is in putting it out there and connecting with the people and, and making sure that happens. Not only is the impact there, but the income's there also. So we got to get it out there. Yeah. So there's a theme coming up for you. And, and so you were able to be aware of the five to 10 bridges, which is huge, but there's a theme I can hear in a, your pattern of behavior and your actions. Can you see what that theme is? Is it perfectionism? Well, I mean, that I wouldn't say is a pattern that could be the, you know, label or where we're operating from. But if we were just to observe with our eyes, what's the pattern or the reoccurring theme that's happening with how Carrie is operating in the business, which so many of us do myself as well. So I can see the pattern in you because I've been there myself. So what else? If you could just see it as a behavior. Well, not finishing or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and even more specifically, you get all the way to the end, except for the launch part. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Right. You see that, right? Yeah. And even when people say things like start or not finisher, it's like, well, you started, but you went beyond start. You just look at you, you create an entire membership with all these months of content. And then now I've got this podcast with the branding and the name and the, and the episodes and the da, 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 da. And it's like, let's get it all the way to that 99%. Right. And then now we got to do the website. Okay. And then we're going to get that all the way to 99 cent. And then you're going to wait for somebody else to say, you should also do this. And you're going to build that bridge and you're going to take it all the way to 99%. Yes. And you know where all your impact is, that bigger impact you want to make is that last 1%. And no one could do that for you. So what has been holding that back? What's preventing that final 1%? One really valid thing is the tech well, you know, you sure you want to make that argument with me? <laughs> you really want to say that's a valid argument? You, you are on a live video on a pocket sized computer. Yeah. Streaming across the world. <laughs> and you did that. Point. Good point. Yeah. I am learning. I am getting more confident with the We're tech. all learning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, I get it. I grew up not with the internet from a very young age, but I grew up with a computer from a very young age. And I understand, I mean, I learned patience trying to teach my dad how to use a computer. So I learned a lot of patience in that. But it's, well, you know, Mel, you didn't grow up with a computer. I, so I did not. What people do, and this is just important to say, is I've been doing this a long time. And poor tech 
has been the scapegoat yeah. for so many people. What did tech ever do to you? We want to choose to look at it. Tech is here to make things easier. And I, now I, even though like I may be younger and it's easier for people, oh, you young whippersnapper. But in terms of internet age, I'm older. You know, I go, I've been doing this for 15 years. And back in my day, let me tell you, Carrie, back in my day, you had to learn. I'm not joking. You had to learn how to code a website yourself. Yeah. And I really did. I read a 950-page book on Dreamweaver, which was a website coding program, twice. 950 pages. I learned everything about HTML and CSS, and I was designing and building my own pages myself. It has never been easier by like an exponential level of how easy it is. I mean, the fact of the matter is if you can drag something, drop something, and hit a button that says publish, you're done. Yeah. And so I'd like us to consider that when we use tech as the valid reason, that it is not the valid reason that it's kind of like the ruse. Okay. You know? And I know this to be true because I have a team of diverse ages and, and we have no programmers in our company. That's one of, the, um, one of our secrets to high performance. We don't have programmers in our company. It's not against programmers. It's that we don't need programmers because everything we run is on Kajabi. And everyone on the team comes in with zero tech experience whatsoever. And even from a personality standpoint, they're all Fs. So they don't have the T logical thinker brain. They're, they're very more in the feminine side. So they don't have that analytical robotic binary ones and zeros kind of personality type anyways. And all of us are using... Kajabi, and that's predominantly what we use. And yeah, we have to learn things, but they're there and they're easy. If you had any idea what I had to do and go through when I originally was like selling digital products, oh my goodness, you could use tech as an excuse back then. So let me just ask it again. And pretending that you can believe and trust us that it is easy and that you can do it, that do the tech and it's all possible for you and you don't need to hire expensive programmers or anything. Let me ask that question again. What's preventing that final 1% to finish it? In other words, what has a part of you been concerned would happen when you finally do launch? Well, my success is inevitable, right? And will I handle that okay? How will I integrate that into my life? How do I take on that new identity? I'm good at struggle. Mm. And so when this takes off, you know, mm-hmm. and when I'm impacting so many more people, how does that change everything? Well, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so what are you worried would, would change? A lot of times with change, we fear change because we feel like we're going to lose something. Like something, we'd have to lose something or let go of something. So if things did change, of course they'll change, but we're always changing. You're already changing, you know. There's a part of you that's already there waiting for you there, right? Because we're always growing, we're always changing, we're never the same. But what would be the thing that we'd be most afraid to change or lose? I really, I, you know, struggle is, I think, a big part of my identity. Mm. Being a survivor, being a, oh, also, and this is something I plan to help people with, I, I'm, I'm partway through the struggle. I think a lot of us do-gooders feel there's some sort of purity in our poverty, right? Uh, that, that, that you can't have the money and the success and the success and still have a, a positive impact. Right. There's this virtue in being this scrappy, struggling community organizer. Identity changes. Do you have kids? I do. I have two teenage boys who help me with tech. 
Oh, look at you. You're off the hook. Do, can we agree that it wasn't about the tech? Yeah. Come on. It's a, yeah. Okay. Right. That's great. Okay. So it's also very huge of you. And I can very tell, like, obviously, like, you walk your talk, you know, as a leadership coach, that you're able to pick these things up very fast. And that's amazing. So first of all, the question is, like, do you want to have that identity? Like, no one's here to, like, take that away from you. Like, do you want to hold on to that identity? Or are you, like ready to let that go oh i definitely am ready to let go okay really be an example for others of what's possible i've worked with hundreds thousands of Mm. organizers and community activists and Mm -hmm. and candidates good candidates Mm -hmm. who are limited in their impact yes sounds like you're feeling limited on your impact absolutely okay so this is so this is perfect i'm going to jump in right now so you you said you have kids Now, I don't have kids, but I've watched very closely as my sister has been an amazing mother to her two children. And one of the things I noticed very quickly is how much they are sponges and observing. They don't listen very well, but they are observing very well. And what I think most parents come to realize at some point in time, as I've come to realize with my students and clients, is if we want to teach, help, or make a greater impact... A lot of times they're not listening, right? They have their own filters and, and, you know, they got their own voice in their head they're listening to, but gosh darn it, they really do pay close attention to how you show up in the world. And they model that behavior and they model that identity. And so the question we have to look at here, which I had asked myself these questions, if I want to create a bigger impact in the world, do I want the people that I want to impact to also operate from an identity of struggle? And if the answer is no, then isn't it true that the best way we can impact them is by leading by example, because people really do learn how to be in the world by observing leaders. Yep. Yeah. So that'll be, I don't know, something to let go of. No. Anyway. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, being a dad myself, and he's grown up to be a, in spite of his upbringing and his genetics, he's he's uh, grown up to be a good uh, a good kid at thirty years old. But I know for me, what kept me making different decisions in life was just what James was saying. Uh, some people know that I lost one third of everything I owned in a Ponzi scheme, and. What really got me to stand up and say, how do I recover? How do I do this? Was the realization that Jeremy was watching and that if I curled up in the corner in the fetal position, then what I was teaching him is that when adversity hits, you curl in the fetal position, hope that the storm passes. And I could have done that, but then the ripple effect of that on those around me would have destroyed me. It really would have emotionally, psychologically. And so finding an empowering why finding that empowering reason to go further and bigger it becomes really important and you have two teenage boys they are watching you and and so is the world so are the people that you've served they watch you and i think that's that's a really important thing to to start saying what do they see what do they see in me what do they Mm -hmm. see in my actions i i I used to tell the kids at the karate school two decisions you got to make you got to decide what are you going to stand for and how are you going to show up because if we can understand those two, two answers, then it makes it really easy to make some decisions in life. And what they see in you is what becomes possible for them. 
And this is really important that you get this, Carrie, because we are stepping into a whole new role when we go from one to one to one to many. And I get it. There's a lot of other stuff that comes with it, not just the tech, but the, you know, the public exposure and, you know, not living as much of a private life, you know, which can be very convenient. But, you know, people are watching you and what they see from you is the opportunity to become the proof of what's possible. But I have a client and we've had to work through this that I noticed in her behavior how much she didn't have boundaries set up. This is a different topic, but you're going to see the theme here is there's a lot of probably a lot of people that have clients or, you know, have a membership or a course and their boundaries are almost non-existent. And as a result, you have them always DMing you and messaging you and calling you and, like, da, 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 and you can't even, you, where are you? You've lost yourself in your business, right? And this client, that's what was happening in her, her life. And as she was going out and coaching her clients, they were modeling that behavior. And then she started to find out that her clients that were learning from her didn't have boundaries either. Uh, and that was a type of ripple effect. And so what I'm getting at is if you want to, because that's how you started out, I understand the urgency of the one-on-one. And that's, that's something we can yeah. fix easy. That's, that's easy. But you already said, and you know this, that there's a greater impact that's available to you when you scale. And there's nothing more of a greater impact that starts with the nucleus of that new identity of who you are, because who you step into becomes the proof of what's possible for somebody else. But if we take that old self with us of look at me, I, I struggle and I, you know, whatever, don't deserve success or I struggle or I'm the martyr or whatever, then that's what we train and teach others to be as well. And you've already acknowledged you don't want your students and the people that you impact to take on that identity. So it always has to start with us. Because people rarely listen to a word I say, but I can tell my clients <laughs> and students are paying attention. And that's how we make a greater impact. Does that make sense? Absolutely. What's your definition of leadership? Do you have one that you kind of like use to anchor everything you do? My Wait. big emphasis is in define who you are, what you believe in, and then align your purpose, story, intention accordingly, always evolving. It's an iterative process. Leadership is not you set a goal from point A to point B and you arrive at some end point. We're always evolving. That's the core of my RISE model. Beautiful. So who are you? I'm sorry. I don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just, you just shared your framework was identifying who you are. Oh. <laughs> ah. I'm just going to use you I to coach yourself. <laughs> And what would be awesome is everyone listening, doing the same thing along with us. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, let's take a step back, make it a little easier. So you want to make a greater impact, yes? Yes. You want to scale with online digital products that's one to many, yes? Yes. How will you know? What will be the first iteration of when you know that you have successfully made a greater impact and you've successfully scaled? How will you know when that has the first milestone that has happened? First thing that just came to my mind yeah. is the way that the Business by Design, that's James's program, the way that the community of people are in that Facebook group together, all speaking of the same framework mm -hmm. that James teaches, the same, we, we have a common vocabulary, we have mm -hmm. a understanding 
And we use that framework to encourage and support each other toward our individual goals. Yeah. So inspiring. Yeah. And I would like to provide something like that for people who are serving issues and causes that they believe in. So when I have a community of people. When you talk about that, is there a picture in your mind? Like, can you see it? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Okay, great. Well, yeah, absolutely. You can. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm of the ilk. You know me, I'm pretty weird. But if you can see it in your mind, it already exists as a possibility. Right. As, as quantum physics, anything born within you as an idea, as an image, as a vision, it's a vision. You guys are getting visions all day long. You didn't even know they were visions. And it's a vision. And it's vision. It's a future possible reality that you have an opportunity to, to line up because we exist in a universe of infinite possibility and infinite realities. And so it already exists as a possibility. Okay. So you see it in your mind and you see you or you see it through your own eyes. So just... Imagine that that is, well, let me ask you this way. Who is the you that made that happen? Confident leader. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, experienced and courageous. Beautiful. And what does that version of you believe? Well, one, that my success is inevitable and that mm -hmm. my work is important and mm. that the impact of my work will have a ripple effect. Yeah. This is so freaking bizarre. I just have to stop for a moment. But about three minutes before we went live, that phrase that you've heard me say over and over again, success is inevitable, started coming up in my mind. And I was like, there's something incomplete with that context. And now it came to me. Mm -hmm. So your success is inevitable and it's urgent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just because it's inevitable, Carrie, doesn't mean you get to sit and wait because it'll someday, one day come. Okay. It's inevitable and it's urgent. It's not something to wait on. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. Is there a time it's ever made more sense? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think when you can raise the necessity of yeah. what you have in your life, yeah. it'll raise the necessity in yeah. everyone else's lives. And, and that is what starts to move us instead of someday, now's the day to really start to move that forward. Yeah. What did this new version of you, which by the way, people think this is like saying like who I am versus who I'm not. No, it's who you're becoming. It's like the acorn becoming the oak tree, right? The version of you that you always were, that you have to be with the intent of the oak tree to govern those actions, decisions to become the oak tree, right? So that next version of us is who we are. It's who you, it's a part of you is already waiting for that, right? So this is a new version of you that has created this community. What did she let go of to make that possible? The struggling identity. Yeah. When you let go of that struggling identity, what identity unfolds is, uh, that's there waiting for you? When that's no longer there, then who are you naturally as a human being in the world? A confident, organized. <laughs> oh, are you unorganized? <laughs> yeah. Uh, manager of a small team. I am a confidence digital CEO. Is <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So now we're going to do some things really fast. Do you feel like you're someone of integrity? You are your words. You say you're going to do something, you do it, right? That's yep. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Beautiful. And you've got a lot of bridges. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've gone out to the future. I've seen this community. You've brought these people together. You're making an impact in their lives. And you're actually not struggling anymore because you're even more lit up. You have more energy, more passion, excitement, which allows you to do even more things, you know, because the reality is, is a leader is someone that has to, in a way, you know, dedicate themselves to a cause that's bigger than themselves. Yes. yes. And if they're struggling, then they don't have as much capability or level of performance to be able to do that, do they? Right. So something is required of you. And if we're just sitting there struggling with little nonsense things that don't make an impact like tech, (laughs) then your leadership ability is being vastly diminished. Right. right? So you have all these options and I've gone out to your future and they, all the bridges will work, but here's what won't work. Trying to do all of them at once or getting to 99%. And I'd like you to consider that the outcome is inevitable because you said the success is inevitable and it's urgent because if you're not willing to do it, well, God source the universe will find someone else who is right. So you don't wait around. So they'll all work because it's not about the bridge you choose. It's about the outcome. It's about the destination and all roads are leading to that same destination. You guys get that, right? If you had 10 different ways to go from where you are to where you want to be, they all lead down. But we say, well, only one of these. So which one do I choose? And now you waste half your life figuring out which path to take. And I'm here to say, I've been out to your future. I got on my DeLorean. They all got you where you want to go. So knowing that they're all equally successful, which path will you choose? Which, I'm which one? starting with the podcast. Yeah, that's great. And I'm going to push you because we're digital CEOs. Where's the money coming from? The membership on the back end of the podcast. So using okay. the podcast, I'm looking at March 23rd for my Okay, great. Okay. March 23rd is for the podcast. Yes. And okay, then great. so the- you're going to, I'm just, just want to make sure very clear. You are launching your podcast March 23rd. March 23rd is a Thursday. If Courtney tells me that's the best day of the week, that's Fair the enough. thing. Is if she tells me Wednesday's better, I'll do the 23rd. <laughs> that week with the yes. week of March 23rd is the week that podcast is going live. Yes. Okay. Do you have the name of the podcast? Yes. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. And then what's your handle on Instagram? Just so people can start following you and get ready for that podcast. Carrie underscore Altum, A-L-T-O-M. So it's probably here. It's K-E-R-R-I underscore A-L-T-O-M on Instagram. Awesome. Rise and shine with Carrie Altum. That's amazing. Okay. Beautiful. Anything else getting in the way? That's that's 100% focus. You're going to get everything off your plate and you're going to focus on that. Yes? Absolutely. And then I just need to get the best guests ever. So I'll follow up with each of you. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously we can't come on your show if you don't launch it. So you definitely, definitely have to launch it now. Okay. Tell me really quickly because I want you making money. The thing is, is you can't fuel this, this mission without money, you know, likes and downloads aren't going to do diddly for you. Yeah. So give me in 10 seconds or less, like how you, where you turning this into the membership and making money with this. Within a month after the podcast, I'll be launching my founding membership. So that's April 23rd. Yes. Okay, great. What's one thing you're going to be doing to launch that membership? Like what's like a wait list, a freebie, something from the podcast to tell us. So from the podcast, so I'm 
building a launch team for the podcast. I'm following Courtney's launch process. So I'll have a Facebook group for launching the podcast. And I'd love any BBDers who want to learn about that launch process to join me. It's it's exciting. So then that Facebook group, I'm going to nurture them and serve them and love up on them. And then hopefully on the back end of the podcast launch, some of them will join my founding. What's the goal with the founding members launch? 50 members. Okay. Uh, hey, let's go bigger. Let's go 100 founding okay. members. Let's go love it. 100 founding members by the third week of April. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Anything getting in the way of that? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, yeah. I have my curriculum written out for 18 months, so <laughs> they'll be served well. No, I've got Kajabi. I'm yep. just, I've got two team members who are helping, mm-hmm. and I think we just, I think my team members and I, because we can't meet in person, we live near each other, mm-hmm. and we generally thrive off connection, but we can't meet in person right now. We need to figure that out. We need to figure out how to maybe do some Zoom calls together and do the scrum that you teach Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of figure out how to do pandemic scrum. (laughs) We're all virtual right now. It's not not hard. I mean, you know, you have to speak to it. You got to let people know like, hey, this is the way it is right now and we'll get through this. And in the meantime, Zoom's going to work for us. Obviously, we're not in person right now and here we are rocking and rolling. But yeah, you got to get any kinks at your leadership so you know. That's right. Right. We got to get the kinks out with the team so that they're all on the same page for this. Your mission and purpose have to take precedent over the tech, over the the circumstances of all of that. I had a board of directors meeting this week. A multi, 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 big company. $250 million company. And we, as a board of directors, nine of us coming together to run that company during an uncertain time, we're doing it on Zoom. We're doing whatever we need to do to make things happen because the mission and the purpose are are driving everything. And so circumstances have changed, but the circumstances always change and we can't be led by the circumstances. we got to be led by the outcome. Yeah. Good point. Okay. Yes. Feeling good? Yes. Oh my goodness. Feeling so good. Look at this coaching with coffee. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's the hustle juice. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Oh yeah, no, of course. It was a great chat. Thanks for bringing everything that you brought to the call. So I really appreciate it. And uh, I go to Sedona. I hope to see you there. Oh, you will. I mean, it's a small town. You'll, you'll see me out there for <laughs> sure out on the trails or mountain biking. So let's all send Carrie her love again, Carrie, your Instagram handle one more time. K E R R I underscore A L T O M. And you guys are going to keep an eye out for Carrie's new podcast. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. <laughs> And we're so excited for you. Let's send her all the launch love because she's up to big things in the world and rising tides lifts all entrepreneurs. All right. You guys are amazing. Have a beautiful, wonderful, productive Friday, relaxing weekend, and I'll see you next week. And that's it. That's all I got. Hey, it's James here, and if you're like me, it's very easy to get overwhelmed by all the new content that you're learning on a weekly basis, especially when you have someone like me who's producing at least an hour on the podcast every week. That's why I want to invite you to tune in and re-listen to some of the best segments and highlights of our show 
over on YouTube. When you visit jameswedmore.tv, you'll get a series of weekly uploaded YouTube videos highlighting the best parts of our show so you can go back and re-listen to the parts that are gonna make the biggest difference for you. That's jameswedmore.tv. Make sure to subscribe and we'll see you over there. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is, this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate, and we can get started right now.